South Beach. Welcome to the World Famous Fifth Street Gym Podcast with our special guest, Daniele Scardina, IBF International Super Middleweight Champion. Danny, welcome to the show. Thank What's up, Danny? How are you? Thank you for the interview. I'm good. I'm so, good. Danny's back here. He was uh, just... Uh, he was on Dancing with the Stars, and he just uh, took, what, uh, runner-up? You were runner-up with Dancing with the Stars in Italy, and he's back here and uh, ready to go. He started training. He's fighting uh, February 26th. 26th. He's fighting in Italy for the, uh, you're defending the international. Ah, it's going to be debut European title, European title. So he's fighting for the European title, sorry about that. Uh, but you currently do have the, the IBF international yeah. title, if I'm not mistaken. So he's fighting for the European title. And how's your training coming along? Uh, the, the camp is super good. We train so hard, you know, and so I'm so happy to, to be back and train with my coach and train with you guys. So I'm super happy and super motivated. So Stallion, how's the training going from your from a coaching standpoint of view? I, there's nobody I've ever had that trains as hard as him, so I can I've never asked him anything he doesn't do. That being said, being in Miami Beach, we're fortunate to have access to high-level sparring. In particular, we've been sparring twice a week with Anthony Durrell, the former super middleweight champion of the world. And uh, it's been really very competitive, very you know interesting. Uh, Sugar Hill as coach has been very accommodating. And uh, so that alone has been great. We have a little standard that we use. We go to the track, we go an 800 meter. We don't do, I, I press the clock, he does. I get to watch. Uh, yeah, 800 meter sprints essentially that he does in under three minutes. It takes a minute break just like a boxing match and repeats. And he just did 12 of those a couple days ago. So his cardio is at a peak level. He's gonna do 12 rounds with the champ tomorrow. And uh, when, we, when we know that is the case, we have those certain markers that we set. When they're playing his intro music, we're walking the ring, we know we can't be beat. So, uh, how, I know you were, you were off for, for quite a bit with the, the COVID-19 thing. How have you adapted to being off for so long and then coming back and starting training since you haven't been in the ring for, what, it's been over a year, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, like one year and three months, something like that. Yeah. Is, is this the longest you've gone without fighting? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, how's the layoff affected you? Good, bad? That affected me, I mean, the beginning with my, with my mind, you know, because I was ready for, to fight. Uh, like in 2020, in February 2020, I was ready to fight, and then they stopped everything. But, you know, we got to be strong. We got to be strong and be ready to fight. And so how do you keep your focus? The fact that you were off for so long, you had Dancing with the Stars, uh, how, do you, how do you get your focus back? How do you feel like you, you're getting your focus back? I mean, it wasn't that, that easy because, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I was traveling a lot, so uh, it was hard for me. But, but that's what I want, that's what I need. I mean, to be champion, that's what I, what I want and that's what I need. So I have to be focused no matter what. So, and so, that's what I love. So I do, I do with love, you know. What, what drives you? Is there something that drives you? Is it like you want to be champion? Is it uh, your legacy? Is it what drives you to want to be champion? <laughs> the beginning was to change my life, to make my dreams, my dream come true, and to change my life, to make my family be comfortable and good, and, and make my dream come true. 
That's my dream. And then you want to tell us a little bit how you came to the gym so people out there know, like, how, how did you come to the Fifth Street Gym? How did you start with Coach Dino? I mean, I mean we know, but they want to know. That was like one year, one year ago. No, the first time. The first time. The first time, like 10 years ago. Yeah, eight okay. years ago. Yeah, eight years ago. So I just came. And, uh, I talked with uh, somebody else. They, they asked me money in the beginning, but then I met Dino. And he told me, okay, just call. He actually came uh, to the gym at the original location. And uh, the, the manager wanted to charge him $1,000 a month or some ridiculous thing for a guy that had no fights, really no experience, and clearly no money. And uh, he comes from a, you know, he's not going to tell you, but he comes from very humble beginnings. I've been to his neighborhood. It's a rough neighborhood. And uh, there's a lot of poor people there that are struggling. And to get out of there, a lot, it's very simple. Like a lot of poor neighborhoods think that there's no way out. And he's scratched his way out. And uh, now here he lives in Miami Beach, and everyone thinks he's, like, living the high life. But they don't know how much, you know, work he put in. Matter of fact, he asked me to train him the first day, and I told him, no, I don't, I don't hold pads for anybody but professionals. And he's like, well, I want to be professional. I'm like, well, what do you mean? You like, who are you? And it turned out he fought the World Series of Boxing, had some quality wins, didn't have an extensive amateur background, but a quality amateur background. And uh, it was enough. His energy, something about him, made me, you know, feel it. You know, everyone knows I have a soft spot for Italians. So uh, that, that, and his, and his personality, we felt. I just felt comfortable giving him a shot and investing my blood and sweat into into it, and I thought if we both put our heart and soul into it, we'll get somewhere. And uh, a lot of pro coaches, you know, have the luxury of having guys that are, you know, gold medalists or national champions or already have extensive pro records, and then they go to a Freddie Roach or, you know, somewhere. Um, I'm so enthusiastic about this because from scratch, I mean, really from scratch, I mean, you know, the, when when he when he does it, obviously he gets the majority of the credit. But whatever's left over, I feel very responsible that I can take the credit for because we really did something together. Together. So, Danny, how do you feel about Coach Dino training with him? What do you like about him? Other things that you know? Tell us a little bit about the training with him here at the gym. I mean, uh, he's he's my family now, so everybody know that. Uh, he's part of me. I mean, when I'm on the ring, I. I I need to feel his, 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 his energy, his presence, yeah. And uh, we, we, we learn together too. We learn stuff together, we work hard together. And he always with me, even on the 31st of December, he was there on the track with me, in training with me, so he suffered with me. And that's the most important, I think so. Uh, I mean, I can train maybe somewhere else, but that's my house. That's where I feel comfortable, it's my family, so. And a lot of people don't know that Danny's been with us since basically we opened the gym, and uh, he's been loyal to, to the gym and to Dino. And uh, tell us a little bit about Dancing with the Stars. What was that like to be on Dancing with the Stars in Italy? But that was great. It was a good experience, and I think the dancing was uh, it helped me a lot with boxing too, because you know it's, uh, they opened my mind a lot, and it was a great experience. I met a lot of good people. And a lot of people know me now there, you know, even people who don't know nothing about boxing, they now know me. And so they just follow, they just start to follow box, you know, because they want to know more. Because I, I, I show some, I show something to, I show something what they, they don't really know. So 
was a was a really good experience, and I'm so happy, and so, so blessed. All right, personal question: uh, um, Are you dating anyone? I, lo- I know a lot of the girls like you. You're a good-looking guy. You're young. Uh, I'm free. You're free. <laughs> you hear that? He's, he, he's just free. So he's ladies married, out there. He's married to boxing. Yeah, married I'm to just boxing. super focused right now. I just think about my career. And I'll tell you about the dance with the stars. He came back a better fighter. You know, he did no fighting. He came back with better coordination, better rhythm, better footwork, lighter on his feet. Um, and uh, the COVID-19 was terrible. He did some serious long quarantines alone. Italy was locked down way worse than Florida was, even way worse than the United States. And, uh, you know, we always talk about the man upstairs talking to him and giving him an opportunity to be successful and remind him how tough life is. And then you come back here where it's hard training, but we're in paradise. You know, so, you know, you're, we, have, we have freedoms here. We have rights here. We have the weather here. We have the beach here. You know, we have each other here, so it really made him appreciate. You know, he comes back appreciative. And there's times that we bump heads. I mean, you know, we're from different generations. You're always going to have You know, yeah. that alone, I mean, the music that he makes me listen to, I can't even imagine. But, I've heard uh, it. I've heard it. But, the, you know, so that being said, um, we find the middle ground all the time. And, uh, you know, he's always been super respectful. And, and his brother is like now my brother. And, you know, a uh, story, we were in Italy for his fight. And my daughter was sick. His brother did everything he could to make sure my daughter was at the hospital and straightened out. And unbelievable. Uh, on a different note, uh, we know you're you got a special diet now. What's your favorite food? Like what, in Italy, what what do you like to eat? Just out of curiosity, because I love Italian food. You know, you're Italian. Like if you could have, like right after the fight, you go out to dinner. What do you like to eat? No, no. pasta. But what I like to eat when I when I have my chill meal, for example, is pizza. Pizza. I just need it. But you know, in Italy, we have a lot of good food, so... The problem is, we get every fight we get out, he's the main event. The last, there's nowhere to eat, everything's closed! Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, everything's good. But we always find something. We find something. Yeah. So give us an idea now with your diet. Like, how do you eat now? Like, what, what's a diet consistent? So people who aren't in boxing, who are watching um, this, they have an idea, like, what you have to go through, like, I mean, a regular day. I, I, I gotta lose a lot of weight, you know, because I got, I got too much weight. But usually I do oatmeal in the morning, so I put a lot of carbs in the morning, and then just eat uh, uh, vegetable and, and protein, just like that, like the coach say. That's right. Veg and protein. So like, give us a day of uh, like Daniela's training. I know, but for, for people out here, like, give us a day of like what's so training. So he like. does. Uh, he runs for anywhere from forty five minutes to an hour on an empty stomach. He has oatmeal. He comes to the gym and kind of hangs out and has coffee, and uh, you know, you know, we didn't close. It's very, very important. We didn't. We never closed the gym for Muhammad Ali. We're not closing for Danny or Adrian Lima or anybody else. So everybody interacts with everybody and shares each other's energy, and it becomes important because the fighter in the end is there alone. You know, in the in, ring. In the alone. ring, right? But in the meantime. It's important that we all, as a community at Fifth Street Gym, support these guys and not make them feel alone on a daily basis. Because then, after he has his coffee, then he works out. He works out with a bunch of people doing drills with a, a wide variety of people and the heavy bags and the mints and all your standard, your standard boxing stuff. Then from there, it's home to eat a small, tiny little meal of fish and vegetables. Which, which you just did and came back here just to yeah. do this podcast yeah. for us. So. And then it's strength and conditioning and or running on the track or deep sand in the beach. 
It's a little cold. It's only 75 degrees at, uh, here Sorry. in Miami. So uh, we're not going to be swimming, but even when it gets a little warmer, we'll be swimming as well. Um, but it's usually anywhere from two to four workouts a day. If we're lucky, we get some cryotherapy in or massage or extra stretching. Uh, we try to plug in different things. But it's basically going to be you're going to box every day and do some conditioning every day. Um, in addition to running. Well, speaking of the cryotherapy, is there any way we can we can maybe put a link in so people that want to do it, we can, we can add, we'll add a link for you guys yeah. so reset, people can go over there. Reset cryotherapy here in Miami yeah. Beach, get hooked and, up. Which helps, especially at the level that Danielli trains in. And uh, tell us a little bit about the fight coming up. Who are you fighting? Uh, we got the date, February. Yeah, February and what's this fight mean? You know, you know, we win the fight and you win the fight. Uh, where, where do we go from here? What do you think? I'm just thinking about the, the next fight right now and just think about my next opponent and win the belt because he's a button, so he's a vacant belt. So I'm just thinking about that right now. And I know it's going to be a tough fight. The, the opponent is a good opponent, so we, we work up to... He's a tough guy that's only lost a couple, he's only lost twice to good guys. And uh, he's, a, he's very aggressive. He's a Spanish champion, and you know, via the European title, it's a big it's step. A big, big step. He's already big he's step. already 13 in the world on some of the list, 14. So this should push us to the top 10. And uh, you know, the world title is only a few fights away. But like you said, we're worried about this guy right now. Yeah. So for some so some people, a vacant belt means nobody has a belt. There's really not a champion. So the vacant belt means that. Daniele and his opponent are both fighting for it. That's why it's vacant, and he, there's nobody defending it. So for some people that might not know what the vacant yeah. belt means, that's what. Uh, so the opponent, you know him, studied him, you know what to expect. You some you know how to go in there. Video, so, but I like to work about me. I mean, about what, what we want to do, what we have to do. So we know, we know him. We saw some video, but just I want to work about me. Got you. Uh, anything you want to tell people watching this? Uh, since you know we're. We've had you here for a while, and now you need to get back to your training. Just to watch me uh, the February 26th on the zone, and who can come at the 5th gym, we will come. Yeah, everyone's welcome. You come see him live and in person. He's sparring here a couple days a week with a wide variety of people. So the more, you know, the more exposure to us, the more you're welcome to come. The doors are always open. Always open. Uh, we'd love to have you. And uh, the zone is D-A-Z-N, so, so people don't know what that is. That is uh, where Danny's fight's going to be on February 26th. 26th. And you could watch him there and support. He's got uh, his Instagram page. Uh, he's got a Daniel bunch of followers. Daniele And uh, we call him King Toretto. And um, our second episode, second episode, we got a good guy here. And uh, thank you guys uh, for watching.